Welcome, everybody, to the Lipsies Aim Higher podcast. Across from me, Jason Klausner, and not yeah, even new anymore. It. It's, it's, yeah. it's Dale Luke. <laughs> yeah. Dale Luke. He's on board. I'm Rob Abrazino, and uh, excited to get back behind the mic. Uh, I can't say fall is in the air, so to speak. <laughs> uh, late, late August here, Louisiana. It's on the calendar, yeah. not yeah. in the air. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's hot, but it's never, it's never too early to uh, think about fall, think about the cooler days and weather ahead and uh, and of course uh, what comes with that is hunting season so we've it's got the a, only season we've got a couple uh, avid hunters here for sure so we you know we tapped on this subject uh, a few weeks ago i guess or a couple couple mm-hmm. episodes ago about categories and and we want to get into rifles today so you guys have spent some time sorting out your specific categories and maybe the perfect gun for each category so that's what we want to get into today so uh how did this discussion start between you two? Where 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 did this begin? Where most of these conversations start? Uh, the campfire around a campfire. The campfire yeah. story. Sure. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. And you know, Jason and we sit around and talk on hours on end uh, when we're at the camp, and you know, talking about hunting. And you know, we always put ourselves in a scenario. What if we only had one shotgun to do this, one right. rifle to do this, right, right. and et cetera. And and we just kind of play on it. Uh, we just yeah. sit there and talk and how we rig it out and, you know, what kind of applications. And, and then we'd like to throw curveballs and devil's advocate at one another. And, <laughs> right. You know, be like, yeah. what if yeah. you had this? I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's, that's different. <laughs> right. So where do we start? You guys, you guys came up with essentially kind of five categories, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And, and part of this came about too, is that there is a trend right now, at least I'm seeing where people, you know, 25, 30 years ago, it was all about quantity. Sure. Yeah, I want yeah. a lot of guns. I want, you know, you had 10, 15 deer rifles, you know, right. guilty. But now, as a lot of people are are saying, you know what, I would rather have one, maybe two really good ones and, and hunt with that and be done. Right. And so what Dale and I have kind of thought about, said, all right, if we had to start all over again and we were we were starting from scratch, we didn't have the – the 15, 20, 30 rifles sitting there. Right. What would we start over with? And we had to determine, okay, which categories do you want to fill? Because, yeah, while you could do everything with one gun, it's really would be difficult, especially when you're talking about small game, you're right. going in there. Right. And, you know, dangerous game. It really, sure. it really, you could do it with two. Three would probably be the minimum, but really yeah. we determined five categories. The guns are cool, so guns are cool, and it's, it's, yeah. a, it's okay to have right, more. right, <laughs> yeah. exactly. So, so sort we, of, I'm just sort of destroying your whole point here. Yeah. you know, no, no, this is all this is all just theory. This yeah, is this is there's no way I'm doing this, this. Right, yeah. right. But but we did determine for the person out there who maybe is looking, who's getting hunting and wants to build a rifle battery and wants to be have one gun that does a, a particular thing really well. Then the, we figured that these five categories are really where you should look, and, right. and the first one would be small game. Small We're talking, game. talking rabbit, squirrel, squirrel hunting, yeah. sure. edible small game. Right, right. Uh, and then the next category up would be your varmints, varmints and predators. So right. We're talking prairie dogs, coyotes, yeah. stuff like that. And then the next step would the next category, which is probably the most popular one and most applicable, is your medium sized game. We're talking antelope. Deep white tail, white deer, tail, sure. mule deer, yeah. you know, that that's kind of stuff right there. Smaller African uh, plains game, right? And then the next category, but you're a large big game. We're talking about elk, moose, um, probably throw uh, your bigger black bear in there, right? Um, and then your larger African plains game type stuff, you know, kudu, um, 
Elon, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's rare air. Right. You know, that, but, that you kind know, of but, hunting. But, yeah, yeah, but a lot of people do it. And yeah. if you, you know, if you are building this this battery to hunt the world, sure. you want to be able to have those things covered. Right. And then the last one would be your your dangerous game, your really big stuff. You're yeah. talking your brown bears, grizzlies, Cape buffalo, that kind of stuff. Right. And really, if you cover those five categories, you really, you've got everything you would ever need for for a hunting battery. And mm. you can, yeah. in, in my opinion, you could do it. You could probably squeeze it into four. You could probably combine the, the medium and the large game gun into one. Right. But I think we determined that even though you can get some crossover in, in cartridge, sometimes the rifle might have different parameters where if you're an east, southeastern whitetail hunter, you might want that medium-sized game gun to be a smaller gun, mm-hmm. whereas your your bigger big game gun might have a longer barrel, whatever. Right, so right. we determined we, we were happy with the five categories. Is where yeah, we came absolutely. Out. So starting in the in the small category, the, the small game category, let's let's just start there. Let's kick it off from there. So yeah, now, do you guys did you agree on a, a particular rifle? So for we didn't each? we didn't we didn't discuss it all. So oh okay. So two okay. weeks ago when we come in with the categories, I said, look, I'm gonna come up with my list. You think about it, you come up with your list, but yeah. we're not gonna tell each other. Okay, cool. So we didn't want to sway each other. No, no. And then when good. he tells me his terrible ideas, I can shoot him down. That's yeah. how that's yeah. how we do most of the show. By the way, <laughs> yeah, exactly. if, if you haven't noticed, we all just kind of come together. And it's yeah. like, hey, let's talk. Yeah, yeah. Get, which is kind of it's kind of good. You don't want right. to be too researched. Yeah, you know? Jason will come in and sweep the leg, Johnny. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, yeah, a small game. Uh, squirrel. Uh, squirrel and rabbit. And yeah, squirrel and rabbit. Edible stuff. Yeah. Edible stuff. And even, well, we're not going to get into it. This could potentially cross over into some uh, short-range vomit uh, or varmint uh, stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, shooting prairie dogs close. It, it, exactly. Like so my first go-to, really, and it's it's a gun that I own and I absolutely love, is a Ruger 77 22 Magnum. Nice. Interesting. Nice. So Explain. Well, when you're in southwest Mississippi, where Jason and I hunt, uh, you get some of those bottoms, and some of the trees are extremely tall. Mm-hmm. And you want something with a little bit of range that you can get up there and, and knock a squirrel down. Right. Um, if you see a rabbit on a ridge or one ridge over, you can at least you know, have a really good opportunity. Not to say that a 22 long rifle can't get there. Right. Um, but I prefer a bolt action. It's just to me, it's just satisfying, right? Uh, right. To, to rack the bolt, eject the round, throw the new one in there, and uh, and let it rip. And to me, you know, just a fixed four power, nothing crazy uh, yeah. distance wise, right? Uh, you get a great field of view uh, when you're looking up in a tree or in the ground or, or whatnot uh, with the fixed four power, and it's it's for me, it's it's perfect. Good to go. Commentary on that. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, 22 Magnum. I wasn't expecting that one. I kind of figured the default would be 22 long rifle. Right. Um, that's what I picked. I picked 22 long rifle. Pro- probably the most popular choice, I assume. I, I would mean, think. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and Dale makes good, some good points. There are some long range, especially yep. um, at the end of the season when all the leaves are off the trees, all mm-hmm. the acorns are on the ground. The squirrels and stuff are generally scavenging on the ground, and right. and so you can have some some decently long shots. Um, I like to, I like the twenty two long rifle. It's a little quieter, mm-hmm. um, and so especially squirrel hunting in the in the deep south, uh, if you want to try to you know get more than a one or two, having that quietness helps because mm-hmm. they really the, that the the report of the twenty two rifle is not that bad. Plus, you can shoot subsonics. I was gonna say, mm-hmm. do you guys go suppressed? I you know I do now yeah. uh, on my. So I, I, this is the toughest part I had was picking – the caliber was easy for me on right, this one. Right. The gun was tougher. I really, really was torn between a 1022 mm-hmm. and 
I have a CZ uh, 453 bolt action. It's, okay. The CZ bolt guns are great. Yeah. Um, 22 rifles are super accurate. And I, man, I, I, even right here, I'm sitting here right now. I still don't know which one I would absolutely take. <laughs> yeah. But I would probably go with the 1022 yeah. because it is suppressor. Um, I mean, I could thread the barrel on the, on the CZ. Sure, sure. I do like the idea of having the, a little bit more capacity, mm-hmm. and um, and my my ten twenty two is super accurate. Um, I have shot prairie dogs with them out to 50, 75 yards, yeah. pretty effectively. Um, you know, it's a it's a squirrel killing machine. So, so we got I'd a pair. Go there. We got a pair of Rugers. You know, slightly so, different yep. setup, we slightly different do. definitely and, methodology and was, here. But that was a real tough one for me because I was going back and forth with the ten twenty two. Um, mm-hmm. You know, shooting some subsonics suppressed is ridiculous. How quiet it is. Uh, well, you know, they make a. I think Winchester makes a subsonic twenty two Magnum load now. Oh, well, that's so cool. which. Basically, is just making a twenty-two long rifle out of a twenty-two Magnum. Right. So you could have that versatility. Plus, you can actually, and I have a seventy-seven twenty-two Magnum as well. It'll it'll work with the twenty-two WRF rounds, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. are kind of an it's an old round that's obscure, but it's kind of a if you think of it, it's like a thirty-eight specialist to a three fifty-seven Magnum. Mm-hmm. So you can shoot them in twenty-two Magnum chambered guns. Mm-hmm. They're a little bit shorter, and they run. I think I chronoed some of those forty grain bullets at around. I don't know, maybe twelve hundred feet per second, thirteen hundred feet per second. So they're a good bit slower than a twenty-two Magnum, but a little more oomph than a twenty-two long rifle. Right, right. So you do have that option to download the twenty-two yeah. Magnum too. So pretty good choice deal. So we'll have to put maybe a poll out there and uh, maybe category by category of, of who wins. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, might be that, our Friday that, poll yeah, you know, yeah. on Instagram yeah. and Facebook. Usually every Friday, I do like a Friday shootout. So maybe we'll put like each one of these guns, yeah. uh, up against each other and see, uh, see see what the fans think. And like which it. if they go with uh, Jason or Dale, yeah, and, exactly. And pick. So yeah, we can have, we can have some fun with that. So, so. whichever has po- more, whichever one has the more votes. Uh, I think for the viewers, we should stick with it, and we should hunt with it. Oh, oh I so, can do that. so there since both of us have seventy-seven uh, twenty-two magnums. Both have said ten twenty-two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then that's that's what you're. What that, it, that, so that's that's view, what we're gonna hunt with. Viewers' choice here. Yeah, that's the, yeah. Okay. What the heck? All right, all right, good. Challenge accepted. You guys might be hunting with some weird stuff. This uh, <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> some tomahawks and <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, all right, next category. Next category. Uh, so so let's the next go one's on varmint. 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 Yeah. Yes. Varmint. So here again, we're talking prairie dogs, rock chucks. Yeah. Coyotes, stuff like that. Yeah, all right. So, Jason, we'll let you start this one. All right. So, this one, again, the cartridge choice was fairly simple for me on this one. It's a 223. Right. Uh, 22250 used to be kind of the king of the varmint rounds, and right. it's still really good. But, I, you know, I've shot 223s on varmints for so long now. And with the with the bullets that are available, I just – I can't. I can't deny the two two three is the best all around varmint round. You put hogs in that category. Mm, you know, you I have little, shot hogs in two two three. Yeah, little little, little larger. I would, obviously, I would put those I mean, more in these the uh, medium side game. Medium. Yeah. Medium now, what about part of a large? No. What about? Uh, um, I'm throwing you off a little bit here, but in our neck of the woods, alligator, uh, alligator hunting's quite popular. Where do you put that? And well, and we can we can circle back to that. You know, but yeah. being being from you know, way south Louisiana. Sure. You know, a lot of those alligator uh, hunters are using 22 long rifles and 22 magnums. Right. And sometimes 17 HMR because they don't want to mess up the hide. Right. Because right. that's where their money 
Yeah. And if they have something that over penetrates, you know, the money of an alligator is the underbelly. Yeah. It, that's that real, real soft leather. You want a small concentrated shot. You want something kills, that's not going to over penetrate you know, right. yeah. and truly. Yeah. And I mean, you have a quarter size uh, target to hit. Yeah. I would think a, I would think a Ruger 1022 would be pretty ideal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. That's what most of them are running. Just curious. And again, yeah. that's our neck of the woods. Not yeah. probably not. Most people don't experience right. that, but now, I mean, you can quarter, go to quarter of us might, right. You can go you to know. Florida and there's, sure. you know, guys that are running in the levees and shooting a, a lot more high powered rifles. Right. But, you know, when you're actually, you know, I guess farming, uh, I guess would be the yeah. best way to put it yeah. where, you know, they're actually hooked. They're trapping right. them. They're yeah, trapping, trapping them. Yeah, and that's, sure. that's the word I'm looking for. Uh, yeah, th- they'll use a long rifle. So what about the uh, back to the varmint category, the two two three? So, yeah, two two three. Uh yeah. Yeah. I, I have had tremendous success with the uh, fifty grain V Max style bullet mm-hmm. on on prairie dogs and that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. I would probably stick with that. I would I wouldn't go with a super heavy, heavy barrel gun. Mm-hmm. Um even though my current varmint rig is a heavy barrel gun, but if I was streamlining down, I would probably do a kind of a medium weight barrel. So the gun would still be packable. So if you were walking around coyote hunting or something like that, or hunting rock chucks where you're on your feet more than mm-hmm. say a prairie dog town. Um, so I would go with something. I would go with. Um, What's your setup? What's your rig? I, my current rig is a, is a Remington 700. Okay. Um, with a super heavy barrel on it. But mm-hmm. I would probably go with something more the lines of a, a medium weight uh, fluted barrel mm-hmm. on it. Um, I would do a one and eight twist, so I could stabilize heavier bullets. Mm-hmm. Because now all of a sudden that two two three could be pressed into a antelope whitetail mm-hmm. round as as well, a rifle as well. Because some of these heavier controlled expansion two two three rounds are pretty effective on. Adds, mm-hmm. adds just a little versatility on the top exactly and the gun's not so heavy that you're not you know you don't mind lugging it around either Mm -hmm. uh scope wise i don't over i don't i don't believe in huge big scopes on varmint guns right in my experience of shooting a lot of prairie dogs over over the years i don't ever hardly ever crank my scope past 10 right uh the mirage gets too bad Mm -hmm. you can't call your shots through the scope half most time it's on eight yeah, that's kind of where I leave it, right. and then I'll crank it sometimes a little bit higher. Higher, so I would probably stick with something in like the four to sixteen range. Yeah, just so you had that ability. Yeah, um, you know something with a with a turret. Um, I, I love the Zeiss V4s. I think they're really good scopes. Yeah, um, but that's that would be my varmint rig. All right, Dale, what you got? That's that's kind of a tough one. Um, <laughs> these, you are, know, these it, are all it, tough. Yeah, yeah, it it really is. Um, and, and uh, you know, a bolt action, I can see um, uh, we will be agreeing on the caliber. Yeah. Uh, 223 or 556. So, do you have a dedicated, uh, do you have a dedicated setup now? Or I, I do. Or you can be swayed or sold. Uh, I, I do. Unfortunately, it is not a bolt action. Ah. Uh, say fortunate, unfortunate yeah. uh, that it's not a bolt action. Um but I like it. I rigged it uh, so that I could do that. Mm-hmm. Um, is uh, a Daniel V11 Pro? Oh, nice! And it's got a uh, AR. Yeah, great, great yeah. Gun, yeah. yeah, a little semi-auto, especially for coyotes. Um, you can go ahead and suppress it. Mm-hmm. Uh, easy thread on, thread off, direct thread, or do a quick detach. Yeah. Um, it may heat up a little bit when you start varmint hunting, or um, not varmint. Prairie um, dogs. Prairie dogs. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it'll get really hot really fast, uh, but just. Keep in mind, just control your shots. Mm-hmm. 
That's a great AR. We, uh, we we actually did a run of exclusives on the, the SLWs, didn't we? Yeah. The 11? L- yeah. A while back. You yeah, know, a uh, lightweight version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's great. And I have a, a, a SIG Tango 4 on top. Nice. Uh, Luminator reticle. Um, and, and that's when you start getting into your varmint hog hunting. Right. You know, we'd have a Luminator reticle. Right. You can, you know, it's extremely accurate. You got your turrets that you can adjust. Well, you got your one and seven twists too, so you can stabilize the heavies. Yeah, now exactly. you can't you, now that super heavies won't won't fit in an AR magazine. Right, right. But you can right. shoot like the seventy seven grain um, tap, tipped match kings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Though, exactly, so. exactly. Now lugging it around, it, it will get heavy. Yeah. Um, but really, any varmint style rifle. That's why Jason said a medium weight, yeah. um, heavy barreled. You know, if you're truly it's, packing, it's probably right. the gun that you'll carry around the least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Generally. So, yep. yeah. And after the gun, the scope, you know, that gun's got a, what, 18, 18 and a half inch barrel. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it does weigh, and it's uh, the V11's got the uh, key mod. Uh, mm-hmm. So, it is it's a heavier fore end. Right. Um, so, not really playing on lugging it, set it down on bags and let's, yeah. let's let it rip. No, that's a good choice. Uh, okay. Another, well, well, I'm interested to see the vote. I will vote say on this you, d- you better get a brass catcher. When you're shooting prairie dogs, yeah, no there's nothing more of a pain in the butt than trying to run down a bunch of brass yeah. strung yeah. across the prairie. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, next category. Category three. All right, so this is the medium game. Yeah, your whitetail, sure. antelope, mule deer kind of stuff. This is by far the one with the most options as far as yeah, cartridges yeah. and calibers. I mean, absolutely. You know, we're talking here anywhere from. Yeah, you know, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't. 22 caliber center fires in this in this category because right. a lot of states are not even legal. So really, it's for your your six millimeter 243 type stuff on up. I guess I'd say the top end would probably be 30 out six right on, on this. And really, 30 out six is probably better suited for the next category mm-hmm. in, in reality. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, you're talking you got a lot of options here. Yeah. I mean, you've got all the 24s, you got all the 25 calibers, mm-hmm. all the six fives. Yeah, you've got. Now you got a bunch of 270 options and mm-hmm. 7 millimeter options. It's really – you can't really pick a wrong one, honestly. Right. I mean, I've shot deer with a lot of different stuff. Yeah. And at the end of the day, there's not a ton of difference between the effectiveness of, say, yeah. a 25-06 and a 280 or yeah. something like that. So, it, it really, the bullet can be as much of a determining factor as the cartridge itself. However, for me at least uh, – the way I approached this category was I wanted the gun to be fairly fairly light because mm-hmm. this is a gun that you'll be carrying around quite a bit. I wanted it to be, um, you know, all weather resistant. You know, I didn't, you know, mm-hmm. I, even though my heart is in Woodstock, beautiful sure. blued guns. Sure. I, you know, for this for this um, it exercise, can, it can get wet and damp. And I want something and, that's yeah, that yeah. I can just hunt whenever and right, not have to worry about. Right. Um, since I would want something kind of short and handy because I hunt in a lot of whitetail woods, I would want something in a cartridge that will work fine in a 20 to 22 inch barrel. Yeah. So that pretty much eliminates a lot of the, like the 25 odd six mm-hmm. and which I'm a big fan of, mm-hmm. uh, kind of eliminates the, you know, the 264 Winchester mag, that, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want a short action. So really it boiled it down for me down to really, well, technically four cartridges, but really three. So the 260-65 Creedmoor, mm-hmm. the 7mm 08, and the 308. Yeah. And those three really, you could throw the 257 Roberts in there as well, but 
another criteria for me, at least, is I want easy ammo. Right, right. I want to be able to, if, I, if I'm if i streamlining things, I want to be able to find ammo, easily have lots of options. So that kind of knocked the 257 Roberts out for me. Um, so it left me with, I'll, I'll just kick the 260 out because yeah. really, in my opinion, there's no reason to choose a 260 over a 65 Creedmoor right. at this point. Right. So it really left down to the 65 Creedmoor, the 708, and the 308. Right. I grew up killing a lot of stuff with 308, so yeah. it was hard for me to sentimentally. That's kind of my pick, but I eliminated it. That's what I have, and I, I remember talking to you a while back. You know, when I got it, I've got an American Predator 308, and you're like, "That'll take down just about anything in North America." Absolutely, yeah. yeah, it's a great. And man, yeah. I spent hours and days online, like 308 versus this. You know, everybody <laughs> kind of just yeah. just round by round, like and and mm-hmm. pros and cons, and trying to kind of make that decision. And uh, I don't hunt nearly as much as you guys, but I wanted something that you know was just versatile and. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I got my son the same actually. So he's I've got the predator. He's got the regular uh, American model, but kind of ease of ammo is another thing. There's well, you know, interesting, interestingly enough, yesterday, just yesterday thing. we were looking online at available hunting ammunition. Yeah, and 308 we found lots of options. Everything else hardly maybe yeah. found one or two options. Yeah. So here, yeah, you know, that's another perfect example of right. when times get tough. 308 yeah. is probably a great choice. So you've narrowed it down. Now continue. So yeah, so I eliminated 308 only because oh, there great. is it. Well, man. only because there's a second. He hoes me, man. <laughs> <laughs> only because six five Creedmoor wasn't sexy back when I asked him though. This no. was probably five years. Well, ago. you remember too. We're, there's another gun though. There's a large game gun that could be pressed into the whitetail arena as well. So that's why okay. if I could only have if, if we were only having one category, you know, from antelope to elk, yeah. I would probably say a thirty out six and be done with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Which a three oh eight, thirty out six is pretty much the right. same thing. But so I took the three oh eight out. So it left me with seven oh eight and six five Creedmoor. So purely from a pure ballistic standpoint, the I'm seven gonna be, I'm gonna be disappointed at what he's the seven oh eight makes some of, some of my listeners are gonna be disappointed. Oh, yeah. God. oh yeah. It's like don't say don't say yeah, six yeah. five creed. Oh yeah. Come on. Oh the hate mail's coming, baby. <laughs> so, so the seven oh eight is probably at least ballistically probably the perfect cartridge for this. Right. Because you do have the ability to drive the heavier, like the 160s and stuff like that. So if you have to press it into an elk situation or a larger game situation, it works great. Right. However, I went with the 6.5 Creed. Oh, jeez. Because, for, really for two reasons. Wow. <laughs> for Really for two reasons. One, it's really easy on the shoulder. You can shoot a lightweight 6. I, I went and shot this weekend, and I shot, I have a little Barrett Fieldcraft. Mm-hmm. It's that gun with with that little, I have a little Trigicon AccuPoint three to nine on it. Yeah, and that gun weighs six pounds two ounces all up. Yeah, so that that gun is super handy. Yeah, super light. It's super accurate, and it's real easy to shoot. It's real. I've shot some field crafts in some like Kimber Montanas mm-hmm. in three hundred eight, and I mean they they didn't don't beat you up, yeah. but they're not after about you know three four five six rounds. You're like yeah, mm, you know this is. It's getting to be a little much. The six five cream, we can shoot all day. Yeah, we don't we don't drag the three oh eight to the round. Or the, I'm, I'm sorry, the three oh eight to the range very often. It's it's really just to yeah for you. Yeah, you know, hunting. You, yeah, you bring it out. Just make sure it's sighted in. Right, you know, ear in, ear out. Which which I don't really make any changes to it. But yeah. you know, just to kind of knock the dust off it, I guess you could say. And uh, yeah, a few rounds through it, you're like, okay, good. Yeah, you know, I mean, well, the cream you know, is fun. You can yeah. shoot yeah. that thing all day. Yeah, yeah, you really. That can. that's well. 
All right, let's get to Dale, and then we'll. Well, one wanna, la- so <laughs> so let me just finish it up real quick. This so, is the most disappointing. The five six five Creedmoor. Like, I know, long way to get to the six five Creedmoor. <laughs> However, he didn't yeah. want to say it. Uh, no, Address all your email to Rob. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I will say this: when it comes to ammo selection, I mean it's every it's it is it is the new it will be the new three hundred eight slash thirty six. Right. Right. So easy, lots of options. I don't, I'm not claiming it is. I know these people. Oh, it's a long range. You can kill an yeah. elk at 800 yards. No, yeah. I don't. I don't right. buy into that. Right. But for a 450 to 500 yard and in deer gun, yeah. it's pretty tough to beat. Yeah. It's as easy to shoot, but mainly because the the of the rifle. Yeah. Because I wanted a super lightweight short, which I would if I was going to take one, I'd take that little Barrett rifle, mm-hmm. set up with that little three to nine, mm-hmm. and. I got something that's super handy and lightweight, but yet could still shoot on the prairies at yeah. distance and everything else. So it's as much I rent with the cartridge as much because of the gun that I wanted, yeah. as as much for the cartridge. Right. If I was if I picked a slightly heavier gun, say like a like a Model Seventy Extreme Weather or something like that, yeah. Heck, I might choose a two seventy. Right. I might choose something a little bit a little bit heavier, mm-hmm. but I wanted something that was easy and fun to shoot. Um, that's the gun you're probably going to shoot a lot. You, you do cover a lot of bases, and and here where we're at in, in Louisiana, and and a lot of us hunt in Mississippi, and you know you don't get a lot of four or five hundred you know, no. yard shots. Just it's heavily wooded. No. Yeah. Uh, but you know you can take it. You go out west, uh, yeah. you know, a reasonable amount. You know to to that to do different kind of hunting. So sure. where it can you do get versatility out yeah. of it. So you kind of get the best of both worlds. I I get it. It's it's, it's, and, it's just so popular. It's almost I know. nauseating. But, I know, but. It's like pick, it's, it's like it's a but, cop out. Pick, but, but hey, it's it's actually on, on my list too. So, well, there's uh, also know. there's a reason why it's so popular. Yeah, yeah things don't yeah, get yeah. to be that popular because they're because they're bad. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, that's all right, Dale. You can't say six five Creed more. So anything else? Other <laughs> yeah, than that, I mean, but that is that is a great pick. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Yeah. Because when when you look at you know those medium sized game, you know antelope, you know the prairie goat, you know, I mean, you can really stretch the legs out. Yeah, six five. Yeah. Um, and, and whack them. Um, for me, it, it was kind of tough. It, 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 it's always tough. He, he, he has to deliberate. It's, it's yeah. very difficult. Yeah, because although my list is in my head, you know, when you start hearing Jason's argument and everything. It's picking the favorite kid, things, you know. Th- well, things slide in. It's right. Like, yeah, well, right. You know, it's like, you know, two calibers the, are the, now talking yeah. to one another. The voice of head. reason is slipping into Right, these. yeah. Yeah, because yeah. originally I was like, all right, for our, for our you know, uh, planes game and whatnot, you know, I was almost all in of a 25.6. Great choice. Yeah. And it's still a great choice, yeah, for yeah. inside the woods and stuff. Right. But as our – Campfire discussions have progressed over the years. Yeah. And we have all these deer rifles to choose from. What's the one rifle you always grab before you leave the house? I always well, I always grab my 308. That's where I'm going with yeah. it. Yeah. I always grab my all-weather 308. Yeah. Um, Good. It makes me feel and, a little better. And bring it. Yeah. Yeah. So my choice will be a three hundred eight. Thank you for redeeming my, <laughs> my <laughs> choice. So now I mean after choice. after Jason cut and ran on yeah. me there. <laughs> well, and, and, and your Weatherby is a little heavier. It's a you know so it it probably has the it's, same recoil as a as my light super super light. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, but a twenty inch barrel, especially far around um, around the woods oh, down yeah. here, southwest Mississippi. You're you're hiking. Up and down, you know, ridges. I'm yep. not going to call them mountains because we definitely don't have that <laughs> no, here. I would, no, I um, would But but it's a very packable rifle, 
and mm-hmm. a twenty inch barrel, you know, you still get you know some pretty good velocities. Yep. If you want to extend the barrel to a twenty two inch to get a little more umph um, on it and and scope it appropriately for whatever your all purpose is, yeah. uh, I think a three hundred eight hands down is probably one of the more. Right. All right, I, I, I think it, yeah, I really think you can't if you stick with those the the, the six five the seven hundred eight three hundred eight yeah. In a right. twenty to twenty-two inch semi lightweight bolt action rifle, you really can't go wrong. Yeah, but you know, going back to what Jason was saying, availability of ammunition. Sure. You know, three hundred eight is out there, and you know, one of our little campfire discussion is, you know, these super oddball calibers are, are fantastic. Yeah, you know, the performance is. But what if you leave home and you have a three-hour drive and you need to go get that? That ammunition. Yeah. The odds of you finding the same grain weight, 308, 30 out 6, 270, you know, in pretty, a fairly easy, fairly easy, yeah. Yeah. you know, pretty close to where you're hunting. Plus, if, I mean, in a real, like, you know, the bug out scenario that we often sure. think of, it's like you're going to grab a hunting rifle and a pistol, and it's like you, you can't. You can't backpack six thousand right. pounds of ammo. You've got to really be smart with your choices. Well, and again, what's what's available and what's going to be efficient in multiple yeah. situations. And in the spirit of this right. exercise, right. Yeah. this is the battery to to take you on for the next however yeah. many years. Right. So I want to pick something that I know is going to be that's going to stay in the mainstream for a long time. Yeah. You know, you know, if you picked a seven millimeter STW back in the early 90s when yeah. that was the hot ticket right and now i mean now it's just an obscure cartridge that yeah. nobody cares about yeah. so it's I, everything that i'm that i'm looking at is stuff that is either been established for a long time yeah. or just knowing i mean the creedmoors of all my picks is the only one that's that's a relatively new cartridge right but there's no doubt that 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 is here to stay so yeah, yeah. it's it's rooted itself it's yeah. 308 has been out a long time 30 out yeah. six has been out forever i mean since right, 1906 yeah, right. yeah exactly yep. so <laughs> yeah yeah so uh okay uh well you know what i, I want to stop for a second though in this category because is the most popular category sure. yes, so yes absolutely six five creed more um what would be what's on your wish list or someone let's let's assume someone's out there looking to get a new rifle and they're kind of your normal hunter meaning mm-hmm. probably white-tailed deer sure you know that's that covers a huge swath of the country as far as hunters go so uh what would your suggestion be we heard about both of your setups i mean but if you're looking to or okay i'll, I'll use myself as, as an example i've got the american great gun 308 but i want to i want to go i want to go mm-hmm. i want to notch that up a little bit i want to i want a second uh you know something yeah. different i don't want the same cartridge uh, just just want to ring it up. Uh, what what would you suggest there? I would look hard. In the carbon fiber wrapped barrel yeah. deal is yeah. it's legit. Is it? Yeah, I mean, I yeah. I think so. I, mean, I hadn't shot yeah. one. Honestly, yeah, it's you know. unreal. I've got three or four of them now, and they all shoot. They're all fairly lightweight. Yeah. They're easy to suppress because you have a big diameter barrel, so you've got good threads. Mm-hmm. It, it just works good. You don't yeah. get a lot. One thing I've learned too is you don't get a huge point of impact shift because the barrel is so rigid. Yeah. And these guns are usually based off of Remington 700 actions, yeah. like the Christensen and stuff. So mm-hmm. you've got lots of stock options. Yeah. You can change it. You know, as your shooting style or or preferences change, you can adapt that rifle to those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're easy to change barrels down the road. Right. Right. It's just a lot. There's a lot going for it. So, so I, I so would I would look really hard. Um, so, sh- shameless plug, I would look really hard at the uh, <laughs> Lipsy's exclusive Christensen Arms Ridgeline in 6.5 Creedmoor or 308. Because we, we, the ones that we do, 
have the gray stock. Yep. But not just the color change. The, the barrel, instead of a 24-inch barrel, they have a 22-inch barrel, mm-hmm. which I think is a little handier as an all-around gun versus the 24. Um, we do, don't that we, would be a great we, gun. We do like three barrel lengths, don't we, in that in that gun? Yeah, well, the factory, they do, the a, caliber, they do a 20. Yeah. Like, in, uh, We'll just take Creedmoor, for no, example. Our ex- uh, but our exclusives. Well, the, yes. So, and the... In the, the 300 Win Mag, instead of the 26 inch barrel, we do a 24. That's right, I know. Yeah. So we did a we did a couple of guns that had a little bit shorter barrels than normal, um, but, but kind of kept but kind of caliber specific too. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's right. So I, again, I would stick between for this gun we're talking about. Ideally, is probably a 22 inch barrel. Yeah. So I think that that gun that we do yeah. would be pretty ideal. Um, but I would I would look hard at something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just what you like. Yeah. That's but been then, a that's been a that's been a hot ticket here. You know, Christensen's been a hot ticket. I mean, oh, we, yeah. obviously we got a lot of great options. You know, but oh, uh, absolutely. You know, and you know, in that category as well is not only adults but children. youth. Yeah, youth. sure. Yeah. Youth yeah. shooters. Yeah. You know what's what's the best caliber? What's the best platform for them to? Yeah. To to go with and that's good advice. So you're taking your sons. You you, you both have kids. I mean, it's what you know what. What'd you load them up with? Uh, you know, when you took them out hunting for the first time, you or know, so. for the for the first time, uh, you know, three hundred blackout was was just coming about, and you know, Ruger started making the American series, mm-hmm. American Ranch, mm-hmm. and three hundred blackout, and that's what my oldest son shot his first year with mm-hmm. uh, with a Barnes hundred and ten grain, yeah, uh, projectile, and I mean it. It smacked her. I mean, it was it was awesome experience yeah. for both of us. Yeah. Um, now he is uh, sixteen, and he has graduated to a Christensen Mesa in six five three. Oh wow! Fancy, so, yeah. great, great <laughs> Carter's choice. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah I wonder why. Um, What'd you but, start the boys on, Jason? So my oldest son, who is now sixteen, he uh, I got him started with a Ruger seventy seven forty four and forty four Magnum, and I, I hand loaded down some uh some 250 grain keith bullets mm-hmm. down to they were running i think about 12 1300 feet per second out of that rifle so they were pretty pretty mild mm-hmm. he killed a few deer with that nice uh, worked real well and then my middle son he he started he killed his first deer at five he, he got wow. he got started early but and he did it with Bare, a barehanded he did it with no, he did it with a ruger scout <laughs> rifle and 308 nice that's so, the youngest. The youngest is going to wrestle it. Yeah. Wrestle one down and just gig it. Yeah. I, uh, so he so he started off with a with a little a Ruger Scout rifle in three oh eight. And then my youngest son, uh, he started out with a uh Ruger American compact in six five Creedmoor. Nice. Nice. So. All all good choices, all yep. kind of unique too. Yep. So and mm-hmm. guns that they can they can grow into. Now my oldest son yep. now, he kind of the the seventy seven forty four, once he got a little older. Um, I got him a Ruger American in twenty five out six. Yeah, which he likes. Isn't that a great gun? I'll tell you, that thing is for the money. They're tough to beat. It's yeah. that the, mine is is crazy accurate. Yep. I, I love it. I really yep. enjoy mm-hmm. shooting it. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, okay, next category. Where are we headed now? Is All this right, category so four. This we is in, four. We're this in like number, yeah. So this is the large game. Large so we're game. talking semi scary animals. Yeah, we're talking <laughs> your, your bigger your bigger like your elk moose. Yeah. You're yeah. talking your big uh, African antelope. Yeah. Um, you know, probably you know, some of the bears and stuff like that, too. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, Dale, you want to go first this yeah, time? Yeah, well, yeah. I'll, Dale, kick it off. Yeah, I'll go ahead and do this and disappoint everybody. Um, <laughs> you know, thought and thought and thought. It was hard. I know yeah, it's hard. It, it really is. We've <laughs> established. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like a broken record. Um, I kind of wanted something that was extremely versatile. Uh, yeah. As, as always, um, 
ammunition, uh, availability of, of different grain weights, uh, going heavy, going light. Yeah. Um, I do own this rifle, and I'd, I will stick by it. Uh, my Christensen 300 Winchester Short Magnum. Um, packability, 24-inch yeah. barrel, yeah. you know, easy pack, lightweight to yeah. pack in the mountains. Yeah. A, um, you know, Leupold, um, what's on it, V5 HD, uh, yeah. I think is what I have on top of Because I bought it from him. I bought yeah, the damn yeah. from him. Yeah, it's good so, scope. Real good. Yeah, yeah, super, super clear. Yeah. And, you know, I'm really looking forward. I haven't killed anything with it yet. But yeah. I'm really looking forward to uh, excellent to, to shooting it. Yeah, mine. This is actually the easiest pick for me. Uh, Three hundred Winchester Magnum. Yeah, I mean that's that is the quintessential, in my opinion, big game. Yeah, all around, and you really could hunt anything with it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's something about a thirty caliber, you know, hundred and eighty grain to two hundred grain bullet rolling in mm-hmm. twenty nine hundred to three thousand feet per second. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just that's a killing combination. Right I was gonna there. say that's pretty devastating. Yeah, and uh, didn't so, you cro- uh, chronograph a? A three hundred wind mag. This yeah, weekend? Saturday. Yeah, we shot some. Uh, we shot some uh, the Hornady ELDX two hundred grain stuff through a twenty six inch uh, Christensen, and they were running at twenty nine sixty. I mean, they were smoking. Wow, out that's thing. moving. Yeah, that's a, yeah. that's, that's a pretty good round. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I would. I would take. I have a Christensen Arms Ridgeline. Yeah. Um. That's what I would take. That gun shoots great. It's not. It's light, but it's not too light. I don't want a three hundred wind mag that's that's stupid light. I mean, yeah. some of these guys are building these six pound three hundred wind mags, and yeah, my my the, the rule of Jason is if you have to put a muzzle brake on it, get a smaller gun. Right, right. You, you're, you're just too much gun. I don't want a muzzle brake on any of my stuff. Yeah. So I so uh, my gun comes out right at about eight and a quarter pounds all up, which is. I can shoot that gun all day. It's yeah. not, not too bad. But it's not so heavy that you can't pack well, it around. You, you want a little half to absorb yeah. some of that recoil, right. sure. Yeah. Right. And two, I you know, there's a the trend to going light is is good, but if you're for guns that, that might be pressed into longer range capabilities, you want a gun that's got a little heft to it because mm-hmm. I tell you, man, they, they get a little shaky off of an impromptu backpack or you know, rest or something like that. Right, right. So a little a little weight will kind of settle that gun down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, that's what I'd go with. I got a Zeiss uh, four to sixteen on it. Um I shoot hundred and ninety grain Barnes uh, long range X's through it. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't hesitate to take that gun just about anywhere and hunt anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now it's a little it's a longer barrel gun. Right. So it's not handy in the deer woods. So yeah. that's why I wanted a smaller, lighter, right. handier gun for for the woods. But, you know, as far as even mule deer and stuff, I'd probably just take that three hundred wind mag mm-hmm. um, to do it out in the open areas mm-hmm. and, and just be just fine. But um yeah I, the, the three hundred Winchester Magnum has been around since the nineteen sixty three, I think. Yeah. So yeah. it's well established. It's it's you can find it anywhere. Uh, yeah. you, know, you can find it overseas if you're hunting in Africa or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So super easy pick. Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, yeah, you can go. You can go. I know there's a big push on the 300 PRCs and the 300 rums and all that stuff, but now you're getting into having to put a brake on a gun. Yeah. Harder to find ammo. Right. Or uh, packing a heavier gun. And it's or you got to go heavier. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll take the 300. Yeah. But 300 short mag. Ballistically, is basically identical. Yeah. So, yeah. and the sole reason why I went with the short magnum was the shorter barrel. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's really over a wind mag versus a short magnum. A little, that's a little more trackability. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the only reason why yeah. I went with it. Yeah, yeah. but I, if you told me no, you can't have a three hundred wind mag, you can have a three hundred short mag, I'd be like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't wouldn't. And Jason, you're shooting a one ninety. One ninety. I'm shooting a one eighty. Yeah. So I mean, we're, we're yeah. right there. Real close. Yeah, real yeah. close. Yeah. 
All right, final category. All right. The big stuff. Large, dangerous game. Large, dangerous <laughs> now, game. Now, <laughs> so there's kind of two large, dangerous games. There's I'm, North- pe- I'm picturing like an old black and white photo with the elephant gun. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Gun. yeah. So <laughs> the, there's... The there's, trumpet on the end. Yeah, there's yeah. North American <laughs> dangerous <laughs> game, yeah, which yeah. would be your, you know, your black, I mean, your, your uh, brown bears and yeah. your coastal grizzlies, stuff like that. Moose. And then you've got, <laughs> and then you've got your, your African, you know, large, dangerous game, which yeah. is Cape Buffalo and... Yeah. You know, hippos and all this kind of stuff. Right. So I I chose something that would have the most versatility. Right. And it's probably the most versatile cartridge on earth. And, and I think we'll listen, agree on this. And I anybody listening will know what I'm talking about. Right. It's a 375 H and H. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that is the quintessential. You know, in America, it's considered a large bore. Yeah. In Africa, it's really a medium bore. Right. Right. Um. You know, until you get into the 40 caliber stuff and up, you really get yeah. the large stuff. Yeah. But it that pigeonholes you so much into into a really heavier gun that and and for the really big stuff i know realistically why i would love to have the option to shooting the really 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 big stuff over in africa is not something that i would probably do i yeah. really don't have an interest in doing right cape right. buffalo oh yeah right I'd love to do that yeah and a 375 <laughs> would be perfect for that yeah uh bears would be perfect but the 375 also is super versatile in the fact that it would make a good dark timber elk rifle. Mm-hmm. Moose. Um, heck, you can load it down and you can whitetail hunt with it. Mm-hmm. You know, people, oh, 375, I'll tear them up. Not really. Not if you right. load down a 235 grain spear at about 2,600 feet per second. Yeah. It's not going to. It's not going to do that whole lot of damage. And, yeah, have right. a controlled expansion and just have yeah. it punch just two solid holes. It you know yeah. it, it eliminates that jelly factor in the right. uh, in the meat on the shoulder. So yeah. I, I I and here I would go with something that's kind of short and light and hand. Not not light, but short and handy. Yeah. Um, I would have something probably a. Tw- <laughs> I couldn't decide between a twenty and a twenty-two inch barrel, so I'd probably have cut to twenty-one. Yeah. Because. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I'd want sights on it. Yeah. You yeah. know, stain a good synthetic stock, stainless, controlled round feed. So, do you own that firearm? I don't. Oh, okay. It's the only one I don't. But it's it, it's funny. We, so what's the what's the? I would. What, what brand and platform are, well, are you going with there? If I could, so currently of what's being made. Kimber right makes uh, one that would work. Yeah. Um, the the Talkeetna. However, I would probably try to find a Winchester Model seventy. Okay. Uh, stainless. Yeah. Uh, they, they haven't made them in a few years, but they're out there. Yeah. So I'd get that gun. It comes with a twenty four inch barrel. I wouldn't want it that long. I would cut it to twenty one. Yeah. Keep this. Put the move the sight back on it. Probably put a little bit better synthetic stock on it. Yeah. I'd want controlled round feed. Um, the scope, I wouldn't put a, he- a super high magnification scope on that gun. I would mm-hmm. probably put, oh, I don't know. One and a half to four. <laughs> no, I would want a little bit more on the top end because, you know, ballistically, a, a 375 H&H with 270 grain bullets flies about like a 30 hot six of 180. Three, oh, okay. three to nine? I mean, I would probably put a, I would probably put it like a one to six or maybe like a two and a half to eight, something like that mm-hmm. on there. Um, I don't know. I haven't yeah. thought that out too yeah. much. But uh, big targets, yeah. Probably would settle on two loads. You know, a two seventy grain um, Acubon or Barnes or mm-hmm. Partition for the for the elk moose type stuff, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then uh, a three hundred grain heavy for the real big stuff. But, uh, all right, Dale. Yeah. What, you, what you got? Uh, I mean, we're 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 in line on caliber. Yeah, uh, three seventy five H and H. I would definitely definitely go with. Um, 
one gun I've always wanted. I was going to say, do you own uh, do you own this style? I, I of, do of, not. Okay, uh, yeah. I, I do not. Makes sense. I mean, this is this is one that probably doesn't leave the it's, safe very often. Well, it's know? more uh, it's more of a dream gun. Yeah, you know, yeah. if money was more no object whatsoever, sure. of course I'd have a, a double rifle. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of course. You know, yeah. Holland and Holland. You yeah. Know, I mean, of course. Uh, but no, I'd, I agree with Jason 100. Uh, percent Control round feed. Um, you know, CZ used to make that. Uh, 375 H&H that mm-hmm. held one more round. Yep. Um, what is the control round feed? What does that mean? It, it's the old uh, Winchester not... claw extractor. Or actually, it's a Mauser. A uh, Mauser 98. Action, yeah. uh, is what it is. And it's, uh, once it get, gets it in its, hand, in its claws, uh, it yeah. does not let go. So the, the extractor, round. when it catches the, the rim of the cartridge, it controls that cartridge through the entire process, process I got you. of either feeding it or extracting it. Right. Whereas then the, the alternate is like a Remington 700 has a push feed action. Right. So when, you, when you're when you chambering around, the bolt is just kind of pushing the round into yeah, the chamber. You, yeah. Um, control round feed is a little more, a little more forgiving if you short stroke it or something like that. Right. Um, you know, is it really probably an issue? I don't know. Right, maybe, right. But if but I'm going to go for a dangerous game gun, I want it. Well, and you're, you're, you're you're, you're building your dream gun, so I mean, yeah. well, why, but, why not? You know, it, it's always been an argument. You know, a control round feed when you're in those dangerous game situations, in case you you want to make sure that that thing is fully extracting out. Sure. And now on the downfall of it, we've also heard horror stories where you've had a case head separation and the the claw extractor rip the entire back end off of the casing, and then you're still dead. Oh, jeez. You know, yeah. <laughs> whatever's uh, eating you. That's <laughs> why you have a 480. Uh, yes, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That, that's <laughs> yeah. why a good, good pistol backup. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, definitely uh, barrel lengths were right in line, uh, that 20 to 22-inch. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I would probably stick with iron sights, um, not enough to worry about magnification, um, very quick acquisition. Why iron sights? Sport? Uh, No, not necessarily sport. I mean, you can be pretty accurate with iron sights. Sure. um, But less to get, you know, when you think about going to Alaska and and the terrain that you're going to be in, if you take a fall down a mountain. Yeah, good point. You know, I mean, your your likelihood of you messing up your iron sights are pretty slim. It can happen. Sure. Um, But have a true African-style bladed uh, front sight that flip up and down and let it rip with that. Cool. Yeah, those five, man, you can do it all. Final final thoughts on that? That's uh, I covered quite a bit of ground there. Yeah, yeah really. Yeah. You know, the only other rifle you would need to do any kind of hunting would be some type of black powder gun for yeah. for, for if you're hunting somewhere where it's a primitive weapon right. season. Yeah. That's a little tougher because there's a lot of variation in different places. You know, some places you can you have to have a true primitive, you know, muzzle or yeah. others you can have more of a modern inline, some right. you can have scope, some you can't. But I think if you if you Threw a sixth gun in there. It would be a uh, you know a primitive weapon yeah. for whatever forever uh, yeah. regulations that you hunt. Right. And man, there's nothing you really couldn't hunt anywhere. Yeah. You could do it all with that. So if, uh, you got those five, and uh, yeah, we're we'll, we'll have to put these up against each other and uh, <laughs> right. see, see where the crowd comes out. I'm interested <laughs> yeah. to see that. So, uh, well, you guys know where to find us. We're at Lipsy's Guns on Facebook and Instagram. All the socials, uh, lipsysguns.com, of course. You can check out a lot of our exclusives there and some videos and articles we've done there as well. And, of course, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. And uh, uh, you'll get uh, information every time we uh, push one of these videos out. So uh, 
Had fun, guys. Always Same a great experience. Yeah. All right, cool. Hunting season's coming up, so we have a lot more campfire talk. So that's yeah, right. Exactly. More campfire talk. <laughs> Until next time, aim higher. <laughs>